Hey everybody, welcome back to From Fury to Freedom. I am your facilitator, Matthew Plotner. I know that this episode was supposed to be a talk about dealing with road rage and kind of my approach to it. And forgive me, that's not what we're going to talk about today. I know, I'm terrible. So I'm just going to jump right into it. We're not even going to nothing today. Because this kind of, I don't have a script in front of me, today, not a script. I don't have an outline in front of me. So today you're just kind of getting raw me versus my more, we'll call it structured approach for lack of a better term. I'm doing that because there's a, there's a, there's a legit reason. Just stay with me. Okay. I hope this all works out and makes sense when I'm done. But if not, then this might be a throwaway episode. Yesterday was just a, a difficult emotional day for me. I'm not going to dive too deep into to the who's and the what's and the why's, but just it was it was a day that required a lot of emotional stability from me that I I didn't know that I could have, but I got up at six a.m ish probably before that to be honest but i got up and i started scrolling facebook and tiktok and the whatnot just to kind of keep my mind occupied till i had to to get the rest of the family up and we had to get moving uh but i i came across an amazing amazing article i can't remember the uh exact website i came across it but the ottawa the university of ottawa i think it was has an actual photograph of quantum entanglement. I don't know. I am nowhere near smart enough to know exactly what that is. I know enough to know that basically particles can entangle and one can affect the other and what you do to one affects the other. And it's something like that, right? I don't, I don't know. If you want to know more, there's a ton of places out there to get more information. I know enough about it to be stupid and know that I don't know anything about it. So anyway, that's not my point. My point is if you, if you look at this article and if you look at the photograph they were able to take of quantum entanglement, it's, it's beautiful, but it's simple and it's very, very recognizable. And it's, it's that recognizable part of that photograph that hit me. At first, it, it was, uh, huh, interesting. And, and the more it went through my day and the more it resonated in my mind and the more it turned over in my crazy head, the more it, it almost felt like the universe, the cosmos, God, whatever, whatever you want to call it, I don't care your your terminology. That's that's for you, and it's all to me the same thing. I'll be honest, but that that was that giving me this symbol, this idea, this obvious sign that things, no matter how much I'm worrying about them, no matter how much. They're stressing me out no matter how much I'm overwhelmed by it all. They're gonna they're gonna work out. Because all all there is, I okay, back up for a minute. 
You may or may not know this. Those of you who know me from other podcasts and other things that I've done along the way before we got to here may know, but I, I'm very heavily influenced by Eastern philosophy, specifically Buddhism the most, but also heavy Taoism, uh, Confucianism, Ruism, things, just a lot of the, the Eastern ideologies. Fast forward to yesterday, and I've been studying that stuff for, oh Lord, at this point, 10, 12, 15 years or more. And my therapist, and I highly recommend everybody go to therapy, and I'm going to end on that note, so hold on there. Let's, we're coming back to that. He's been recommending for, for weeks that I, I start getting back into my practice daily of meditation and study and and just reconnecting with that part of my life again that I've kind of missed a lot of this year with all of the stress and anxiety and craziness that's been going on. I just, I haven't felt connected to the the universe, the Tao, the, the way. I, just, I feel lost. But yesterday's, yesterday's news article and the photograph and the fact that it, it exactly resembled the, the yin-yang. And it's, that is a symbol that this year has just been all over my head. I've got pictures of it with its meanings and its, its ideology behind it plastered everywhere in my, my office right now. There's books that I'm working on trying to get that really dive into the full ideology of it and what it really means. It's it's a simple, very elegant shape, idea that represents such a deep concept. And, and it it's that deep concept that it felt like just kept resonating in my head yesterday, right? And and my therapist has been on me about practicing again. So let's, I'm going to, right? But this episode, I wanted to kind of get to the meat of it now that we're seven minutes in. Uh, but I, I wanted to just share with everybody that find a good therapist, find a good friend, find somebody in your life who you are close enough to, comfortable enough with, that you can open up and and let your guard down enough that you can let them see sides of you that you may not know existed. For instance, <sighs> okay, so I, I've been struggling on how to share some of the things that my therapist has been telling me that I feel is really valuable information as I dive further into what it means for, for me and for people, control freaks and anger addicts and, and those of us like me. And one of the things that he had mentioned, kind of in passing, and the idea of, of bipolar, there's, there's a high probability of a lot of what's going on for me, my anger, my constant mood swings, just a lot of things I'll, I'll get into as we dive deeper into the show. But a lot of those things are signs, could be signs, of, of bipolar. And the longer I see my therapist, and that's why finding a good one and staying there is super valuable, 
Because as we've been dealing and talking over this year, more than a year now, he's kind of slowly been behind the scenes building this almost case for me without me knowing it of, of this bipolar diagnosis. And it's not the way he describes it. That's why I love my therapist. It's not a scary thing. It's, it's, it's liberating. It's knowing that the idea that I was given yesterday of the yin and the yang being forever linked in this quantum entanglement going back and forth with each other day to light wet to dry right male to female all of these these yin and yang aspects they're I feel like they've been confirmed and that sounds crazy I know maybe maybe it sounds crazy maybe it's all in my head I don't know but there's to me that that opens this idea that maybe bipolar albeit i'm not saying everybody should look for this diagnosis and maybe i'm not i don't know like we're still working it's a long involved process to get these diagnoses anybody who has dealt with mental health and mental illness knows it's it's fun let's leave it at that but regardless if if you stay in the now, if you can follow the way, the Tao, the, the only moment you have, which is right now when you can stay present in that throughout your day, it's, it's irrelevant. You're going to go, like I, I altered the cover for this one a little bit, but you're going to go from that, that colorful, vibrant, creative for me, whatever it is for you, you're, you're going to go through those moments and you're going to enjoy them and they're going to be wonderful and you're going to want to stay there because it feels amazing and, and we can't, right? Unfortunately, we're also going to fall into the side, the gray side. And I love the idea of it being gray because for two reasons, A, I don't know about you guys, I was raised in the Mormon church, and Mormon feels to me, maybe I'm wrong if anybody out there is listening, maybe I'm wrong, correct me, but it, it felt very black and white. It didn't feel opened enough for me to breathe enough to be comfortable, and I, I left that church at a very, very early age. It was never the right fit, but what I love is the, the longer you feel live, the longer you're in that black and white thinking, the more the world starts to turn gray, the more it starts to turn just, it feels like it's against you, right? It feels like you're, you're, you're always struggling to get ahead. You're always trying to find the next advantage, for lack of a better term. And then you just, to me, that starts to feel very gray, very disconnected from the, the world. Whereas when you're on the colorful side of the, the yin and the yang, it's more vibrant. We're more open. We're more with the world. So that's what I want to say today, guys. Find a good therapist. Find somebody who is... Find somebody who can be almost like a friend. I know as a therapist, their job is to 
kind of be there and goat things out of you and, and get you to, to connect. But honestly, a good therapist is going to find a way to still give you that authentic connection because it, it can be done, guys, especially guys. This one's for the men specifically. I feel like men are more afraid of therapy. We're more afraid of admitting we have flaws that need to be worked on. And it's okay. We're all colorful. We're all gray. We're all broken, guys, especially now, especially coming out of COVID. So that's that's what this episode is. I'm not a therapist. I'm not claiming to be a therapist. That's kind of my caveat for this. This is probably episode seven, probably not the best place to put this. That being said, I'm, I'm not a therapist. What I am is somebody who has struggled and learned and found my way. And that's what you're getting from me. So listen to me, please. But also find you a good therapist. And guys, I'm hoping this rambled episode that as I'm recording it currently comes in at 14, almost 15 minutes. Makes any sense. We'll find out in editing. But thank you guys so much for listening. And before I sign off, find a good therapist.